0: I think this is episode 24, the okay. 24th episode of the Ask Couple Podcast. Um, first off, thank you so much for the people in Clubhouse who are joining us right now. Um, we're going to have you a part of the conversation very soon. Hopefully, I can edit you guys in because I think I'm going to do a screen record of my phone, get that audio and like plug it into this. So um, Let's later try. on in this episode, we'd love to hear some of your choices of this um, topic we're speaking on today. But this was Alex's idea, so I'm going to let him take reins start it off.
1: <laughs>
2: well yo, uh, I'm Alex Lewis, uh, co-host of the Alex and Koku podcast. And uh yeah, I mean, I'm pretty new. I feel like we're both pretty new to Clubhouse and uh have been trying to figure it out here and there and i was like oh man it's so cool you can like have these rooms with different like discussion groups and stuff like it would be tight if we could like do a like live podcast recording type deal on clubhouse uh in addition to like recording uh for like spotify and all that stuff so uh Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it can
0: either be a great success or If this this episode comes out, then that's how you know it went well. If it doesn't, (laughs) don't tell anyone you're in this um, dumpster fire if it happens (laughs) to be that way. (laughs) But um, I'm Koku Asamoah. I'm the other co-host of the Alex Koku podcast. I'm the Koku in the Alex Koku podcast. Um, new to Clubhouse as well. Alex gave me the invite. And, you know, I think, first of all, let's talk about Clubhouse. Hey, we got it. We got to talk about it. Because do you know how, heck this, how hectic this platform is? It's extremely, extremely, like, toxic. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I think,
0: I think um, one of my friends gave a good example, saying it's like LinkedIn and Twitter combined. And I feel like that's like the perfect <laughs> amalgamations of apps into this one. Yo,
2: it's it's honestly like some of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. And then like all of my least favorite people in the world, <laughs> all in one place. Did you see the <laughs> um, Welcome DJ Academics party? I didn't tune in,
0: but I saw it. I didn't tune in <laughs> either because I knew I'll get so mad as soon as I touched it, but. Yeah, we got some characters that uh, I saw a room that said, "Why is Tory Lanes on Clubhouse?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm here for that one." Um,
2: <laughs> and then the uh, the the Doctor Sevy debunk room, debunk Doctor Sevy, <laughs> debunk Doctor Sevy.
0: Doctor Sevy's um, is a frequent to- topic on this podcast. <laughs>
2: oh, leave Leave that man Alfredo alone.
0: <laughs> this man's Alfredo Bowman. He comes up a lot. Um, <laughs> Frequent a frequent name that um surfaces on this podcast. Totally. (laughs) But um, so should we start it off how we regularly start it? Um usually when we start off a podcast, we have a guest today, no guests, just me and Alex face to face, like Nicolas Cage face off. Um, so we like to ask our guests what they like to listen to or what they've been listening to throughout the week. But since it's just us two, and since this is a special episode. I guess should we say what we've been listening through all year? Like not not get yeah. into our, not not get into our favorite albums yet, but just our kind of favorite songs like we kind of did last episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's dope. Uh mm-hmm. I mean I've been like super I've been super stuck on this uh this Miley Cyrus album that just dropped. Oh. there are like a few uh there are a few albums like when I usually do my favorite albums of the year list i'll usually do it like top of december or whatever and then i regret it because like a bunch of albums that i'm into like end up dropping right after so like i think the miley one dropped like right before i made my list but then like recently uh like taylor swift put out a new project cuddy put out a new project Mm -hmm. uh that jack harlow joint came out Mm -hmm. so i was uh starting to like starting to dip into some of those but I think the Miley project is really cool there's a lot of a lot of dope songs on there um and it's just she's doing I mean she's kind of going back to her roots if you will with like rock and roll mm. uh and bringing in some of like her favorite influences or biggest influences on that project so that was really fun uh but then man that like I will forever be indebted to Kid Cudi. uh like that dude is by far like my just like one of my music heroes like one of the people growing up that like I felt like I could see myself in the most uh, within the world of hip-hop and so uh, you know over the years like I was definitely like really really down with the the first two Man on the Moon albums Uh, and then his uh, his output <laughs> was starting to fall off a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of the the, the quality and uh, the music, and so it's been nice on this uh, on this third installment of the Man on the Moon series mm-hmm. to like feel like kind of Cuddy is uh, you know in backing away, and I feel like we got some of that with the Kids See Ghost project too. But True. I'm just glad he's uh, glad he's happy. Glad he's smiling
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and it feels like he's, you know, making the kind of making the kind of music not only that he wants to make, but that also like other folks want to listen to.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was talking to Wasi, who's been on the podcast before yeah. about um, Man of the Moon 3, and he said when he first saw it, he was kind of worried because he knew yeah. that the Man of the Moon series was like a a take or a, a dive in um, Cuddy's mental state. and throughout the series it's kind of been dark and a little um loner-ish but he said he saw the trailer and he's like wait this is this is a good thing it feels like a completion it feels like he's like totally reached that climax like where he's like at peace and um i i was never a Cuddy fan i was i always like like them really far. yeah i it's weird because the amount of people i meet you would think I would be like in that same group, like you, Wasi, my homie, um, Juwan, like they all love Cudi and you're, like, they're all some of my closest friends, but I'll always just appreci- appreciate him from afar. Like, it's like, oh yeah, I like some singles, like some tracks, like his features, but I, I never listened to Man on the Moon one or two. That's a oh, wow,
2: <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's, that's my darkest
0: secret. That's one of my darkest I, secrets. Yeah,
2: you know, I listened to that first Man on the Moon, like probably three months straight. Wow! Like when it first, well, when it first dropped, I listened to it and I was like, "Ah, I don't know about this." Mm -hmm. Um, and then probably like a, I don't know, like a month or so later, I came back to it and just like fell down this deep Kid Cudi rabbit hole. Like was he was like all I listened to. Like went and started finding like all his mixtapes and stuff that he put out before Man on the Moon, and just got enthralled with uh with what he was doing. For sure. Um, what about you, man. What you what? What you want to call out in terms of some some you know things from the year? Yeah, maybe?
0: I think I'm just gonna spit out some things I've been spitting a lot. Without getting into like the the meat of the top, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you the side dishes. Ooh, um, the I appetizer. really just to appetizer, a little sweet, a little sweet something. Um, <laughs> Bodie James, the price of tea in China. That dropped early Ooh. this year. I yeah. really like that album, specifically the track with um Vince Staples, Surf and Turf. Yeah, I feel like Vince has like one of the coolest voices in hip hop.
2: Totally,
1: totally, And
0: on that verse, like he's just gliding through it. Like it's just super cool, super smooth delivery. One of my favorite, one of my favorite verses of the year. Um, and that's definitely. Uh, artist I stepped on, Bodie James, because yeah. he's been releasing music for years, but he just got signed to Griselda this year. Um, hey. But shout before, yeah, shout out Griselda. You know, we're going to talk about them boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but before he signed to them, he dropped this project with um, Alchemist Sue. We're going to talk about I'm later sure. on I'm sure. as well. Um, and it's. Fire project, fire project, fire project. I gotta,
2: I gotta listen. I keep <laughs> seeing Bowdy James' name pop up. I'm like, he's, he's some fire. Right.
0: He um did a tape of Jay Versace. Remember that Vine personality? Yeah, um, yeah. But now he's like a super like deep like gritty producer, which is so crazy. Like That's he makes crazy. he makes some like type beats, like. That's right. I hear that, and like, like he's fully embracing. He's like, "Yo, no more comedy, just straight hip hop." I'm like, "Yo,
1: this uh, man, it's going crazy!" Wow.
0: Um, I guess I want to shout out.
2: I think, um, the baby too. The <laughs> baby's always <laughs> a funny yeah, character. Did he he slapped you, so you had to. Make <laughs> he's right behind me. He's like choking me. <laughs> but rock star, of course, with um,
0: Roddy Rich is a is a beggar. Ooh. It's a Vegas. Ooh. It is, it it's is. It's a Vegas. It's such a smooth song. And, um, you know, I want to, sh- I think, I'm going to shout out my girls, Haim. Um, They're single. Oh, yes. Summer yes. Girl. Summer Girl. I, I'm not sure if it came out this year or the end of last year. I'm going to assume this year because it's called Summer Girl. But one of my favorite tracks of the year. One of my favorite indie tracks of the year. Super cool. Super fun.
2: Love it. That's what's up. Yeah. Heim has been a... Uh... Heim's been deep, been deep in the rotation here. Elizabeth is uh, she's been like on a Heim kick. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other night uh, we were watching like a few different like high music videos. Watched like their interview with Jesus Um and yeah, it was like I mean I was uh first time, first few times listening through Women in Music Part Three. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is cool. Like there wasn't anything that really kind of like, I don't know, like shook me to the core or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like over the past week or so of like kind of diving deeper into uh, diving deeper into who they are, and I, I've been listening to them for a minute, but like have never really kind of like watched interviews and like mm-hmm. checked in on them. and, uh, but they just had a, a feature on the new Taylor Swift album. Mm. Uh, called nobody, no crime and i was reading uh uh this writer hunter harris she has a a, a newsletter that she puts out <laughs> and in it she was saying that her friend called haim the little 3 a.m girls and i like can't get that out of my head when i think about them. it's always like yo those little 3
0: a.m. girls. <laughs> it sounds like a grandma, like, talking to, oh, get your little friends out of here. Like, Get your little friends, get the little, little 3 a.m. girls. <laughs> Tell them stop walking down the street. Those little Hot Cheeto girls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they're so dope. Yeah. They're so dope.
0: and they're, they're deep in the, like, I know, the first time I heard of Haim, Chalas skebino shouted him out in that um, pound cake freestyle he had on Sway. Yeah.
1: yeah I was yeah. like, oh,
0: who's Haim? Let me check him out. Instantly,
2: like, love them
0: so dope yeah. such a good vibe
2: yeah they're they're crazy they uh yeah we got super into um damn what's that song oh uh days are gone mm-hmm. like for whatever reason uh like that because that song came out probably gosh um 2015 20, yeah yeah uh because i remember i was yeah i was in college and um yeah, I mean, like, hadn't listened to it in a minute. And then Elizabeth has been, like, uh, she had been bumping it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this song actually, like, yeah. I forgot how hard this goes. <laughs> but, so, are you ready to get into the main event? I'm, I am ready. But before we jump in, <gasps> my man, I need to, I, I, while we're on the air, while we're here, with the with the clubhouse community with oh. the, the podcast listeners. Are you about to air me out? I just want to know why you cursed me last night. <laughs> why you put a hex? Yo, we're sitting on the couch and Elizabeth turns to me and she's like, Koku said I should poison you.
1: It's <laughs> <was> like what <laughs>
2: Look,
0: if you guys don't know, if you don't follow um, me or Alex on Instagram, what you should, we're going to plug the names a little later. Yeah. There's a lot of banter between us on Instagram <laughs> stories. And no matter what I post, Alex will find the exact match of another black man. <laughs> and he will post it on his story, tag me in it, and I'll repost it. <laughs> so I had enough because I posted a, a story where I look like the moon emoji, and he started making these. He um, started making these memes, these meme templates out of it, and then um, Elizabeth, Alex's fiance, um, replied to one of the stories and said, "These are all about me. <laughs> like this is exactly what I did this today." So I was like, "This I've had enough." Not only is he attacking me, but he's attacking his own fiance. So I sent him a picture. And a small curse just to, you know, keep him on his toes. Bro,
2: I am, like, I didn't sleep last night, dog. <laughs> I was like, yo, what if Koku's for real? And, like, she legit, like, takes me out. Oh,
0: damn. <laughs> you, you look at your copy this morning. It's, like,
2: green. <laughs> but here's the thing. i shared I shared our text conversation on my Instagram story because I was, like, well, at least if I go, <laughs> I got a witness. Like people are gonna know what happened to me. But
0: you know, I, I I'm also ready to curse other people too because I've been the doormat <laughs> for too long.
2: <laughs> I'm taking yo, revenge. but on December twenty first, yo, you will be, you will be a doormat no longer.
0: Oh, uh, on December twenty first, I'm turning turning into that guy from um uh what was that disney movie with princess tiana oh uh the princess, and the,
2: princess and the frog yeah i'm yeah. turning
0: into to the, the witch doctor <laughs> on December 21st watch <laughs> just wait i am cursing yeah. i can't wait to get my powers
2: bro when i get my powers and all it is is me dressed up as LeBron James in that spray commercial going to people's <laughs> doors and saying "Wanna spray cranberry"? I'm gonna be upset because I didn't ask for this. Like, I wanted to like be invisible or like fly or something. Teleport. I just turned into claymation.
1: <laughs> Wait,
2: is that is that powers exclusive to black people? <laughs> yeah, bro.
0: <laughs> Yo, imagine that though. Imagine that.
2: How what, no. what a twist that would be. But for all the people who've been blackfishing, like they gotta get caught, they gonna get caught Yo. when Sean when Sean King doesn't have powers.
1: <laughs> that's gonna it's be over. crazy.
0: It's gonna be over friend. Wow. I think, yeah, people are definitely gonna show up on Sean King's porch. <laughs> like <everyone laughs> they just Superman. wanna know. They just wanna know. Wanna know. <laughs> like, What's your power? Uh, uh, I can <laughs> He's scrambling for a lighter trying to, I can make fire. No. <laughs> oh true. my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so get your, make sure to claim your powers at the DMV
2: on claim the 21st. Claim your powers, yes. Uh, you can fill out the uh, form that's attached, link in bio <laughs> uh, for your, your powers <laughs> sign up sheet. Um, we'll just need a few pieces of key information, social security number, credit oh, yeah. card info. Oh, All that. Um, it's, it's all safe, yes. We, yes, we take, we, we take great safety measures, mm-hmm. but all right, y'all. This is it. Oof. This is the conversation that maybe some people have been waiting for. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I want to let you guys know I'm stressed because
0: <laughs> this stuff stresses me out like creating a list, Yo, so that's why this is. This is fine. It's yeah. fine. But Instead of doing best albums, we did favorite albums because favorite that's what Alex favorite albums stressed.
2: of the year. And I, I actually, I don't love doing best albums, just because mm-hmm. obviously it's all it, we get it. It's all subjective. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm gonna say some albums the best, and somebody else is gonna come back to me and be like, "You're wrong. This mm-hmm. is the best," and then we're just gonna go back and forth all day. and mm-hmm. It's going to be stupid. So I would much rather be like, yo, these were my favorite projects that came out this year. Um, but before we get into it, I would love to know kind of like how you, especially in such like a strange, bizarre year, mm-hmm. like kind of what threads you saw in some of the albums that uh, that you picked. Like for me, I felt like a lot of them... Uh, I picked from like moments when it was like early on in the pandemic and I was driving to go see Elizabeth while she was staying at her mom's house. And so Mm -hmm. like, it was my like escape from work at the end of the day to then like go and drive and listen to music. Uh, And so I noticed that like a lot of the albums that I picked were like albums that I listened to and rocked with, like as I was driving back and forth from my house to her mom's house. Mm -hmm. So were there any like, Reds like that for you? Um, I don't think so. I think, actually, yeah,
0: I think during this quarantine I was
1: yeah
0: baking a lot more. I was skating a lot more. I was just trying to just do things to, like, avoid loneliness or right. just, like, the, the fact that I, I can't see any of my friends for a long time. So I think most of the albums I kind of, like, did a lot more deep dive in than I would usually do. Yeah, um, that
1: makes sense.
0: So I think most of my, pro- the projects I liked the most, like, were more conceptual or had, like, a bigger theme. Because I spent most of my days just looking into that theme and why they did that and why the sounds there and stuff like that. So I definitely went to a more conceptual project. Uh, um, sorry, conceptual project search for when I was looking for my favorite hip hop albums of this year. Cool.
1: Or yeah, favorite
0: sense. albums in general, not hip hop. <laughs> we got a, a ride. So, <laughs> Well, let's
2: see uh, how we want to start this. Um, which which one, one of your albums?
0: What are my albums? I feel like we're going to have a, a lot of overlap. So I'm going to choose okay. a song or an album that I feel like we won't um, Ricky music by porches um, it dropped March 13th of 2020 super dope project. I love porches a lot. They have a very nice vibe. I hate to say it cause I feel like that's overused, but just the <laughs> atmosphere that's very solemn and it drags you in and like you could be in your bed looking at the ste- ceiling for hours and not notice time pass. Like that's the type of landscape. Porches puts you in. Um we talked about them before, but Ricky Music, super dope project. I I love to listen to it when I'm driving at night. It's just that type of vibe, like you feel by yourself, but also like (laughs) encapsulated by like a whole universe at the same time. It's such a dope feeling that you only get through some artists. And this project does it for me. It just it just takes me away. Takes me away.
2: Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I, I know you brought up Ricky Music before on the podcast. So uh, for folks who've been listening, uh, definitely, definitely check that project out. Please do. It comes with high praise.
0: Uh, I Look, anything I mention, you're not going to look it up. You're <laughs> not going to look it up. I don't know what no, I'm saying. you going to want to hit the Googles.
2: Yes. Do your Googles. Do your Googles, y'all.
0: Yo. Yeah. What about yeah. you what's your first first album you're throwing up there
2: uh, all right I'm gonna throw out one that I don't think you have uh, I would almost guarantee you don't have it
1: uh, <laughs> Sam Hunt oh
2: um, Sam hunt put out a project this year okay uh, and why am I blanking on the damn name um either way it's a super fun super fun project. Um and I had first heard about it on New York Times podcast. And uh John Caramonica and a few other folks were talking about uh we're talking about Sam Hunt. John Caramonica was saying, like I've done a few different uh he had done uh, like a few different interviews with Sam and I really gotten to know him. And (laughs) uh and I think what's cool about uh Sam Hunt specifically, because he's coming, he's in that country music space, is that he is probably like, while he still maintains some of those like traditional tendencies, mm-hmm. he's probably willing to like push the genre a little bit more than most country music artists would. Um, and so you'll hear a lot of those like hip hop sounds within his music, uh, mm-hmm. but without it being like this corny thing. Uh, like, I feel like. some of the country rapper type, you know, artists can kind of get into, but I feel like with Sam, like he, uh, he does a really, he's a really great writer, but then also is able to like uh, him and his team are able to like really work in those hip hop sounds in a way that feels good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he has a, he has a song on there on the album called Hard to Forget, uh, which is uh, there's a New York Times like behind the music type piece on this song Uh, but the way that they approached it was really cool because uh, the his uh his producer whatever was like you know what would it be like if Kanye West made a country song Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: so the way that they approached the beat was kind of taking like this old like country sample and uh you know like kind of I think they like sped it up or whatever like Mm -hmm. they did Uh, They were like really messing around with this sample, um, but allowed that to really like kind of carry the song in a way Um, and then bringing in like Sam's vocals in the midst of that. It just made for like a really cool experience, one that I hadn't necessarily heard in country music, but that album is just like it is the I would say like just a perfect like riding around in the summer like hand out the car uh, or like sitting on the back porch and just like, you know, having a beer or whatever. Like, it's just, it's just good, like good, like feel good music.
0: Oh, that's dope. Um, When you mentioned like that hip hop sneaking its way into country music and making it like making it normal or just making it sound good. Always right. think of that hip hop song.
2: I think it was Nelly had. That it tried oh, yeah. to it tried to end racism like it was like, <laughs> the one with the what was that Tim McGraw I think over so and over again?
0: I, I think so yeah like I if always think of that because like oh my god yeah. It, it's usually never done well it's usually so corny
2: so there's like there is a there is uh, an even more. Uh, problematic song in that one I think Bro. it's hello L- Cool J oh. Brad Paisley that might it be K- the one I'm talking about that oh might be God, one. the one like the the uh, <laughs> yes I think that's the one you're talking yeah. about uh, because yeah all the verses <laughs> were like all about trying to end like racism and how like <laughs> in the south <laughs> or whatever <laughs> like <laughs> it's super racist but like it's fine we can all like Unite. Yeah, imagine if that
0: song did that. Did it though? Like after that
2: song, when these people was like, "No, what? They're right. They're right." That, that, that would be. Uh, that'd be Joe Biden's walkouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Kamala's like,
0: we did it. We ended racism, Joe. <laughs>
2: And then they drop like merch, like Ooh. two hours later. It says we ended racism, Joe. I, you know, I would honestly, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, if they drop a. Yo, boot- they ended racism. I like, <laughs> buy the shirt. What? <laughs> not gonna question that. I'm not gonna second guess it. <laughs> um, what's next? What's next for you?
0: For me, you already touched on it, but I, uh, I shouldn't. Have, I was gonna say I would touch on it again. <laughs> we already talked about it. it again. So <laughs> let me reiterate: haim Woman in Music Part Three, Dope Project, lovely, yes. lovely sounds. Like multi instrumentalists, these women kill it. Production is crazy. Sound is crazy. Like songs, beautiful. Voice is beautiful. Heim is definitely someone you should check out if you haven't had the chance. Yeah. Woman in Music amazing. 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 And like I said, they they show love to the hip hop community. If you watch the Dragon Ball New Rag Cat video, they're in it. Um Desis and Samaro, they did their interview with them. Um hang out with Charles Giabito. Haim yeah. so, such a dope group, such a dope trio. Um, I was looking them up and apparently there's a fourth Haim sister. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's the same like <laughs> Jonas Brother vibes. Right, that right. Happening?
2: <laughs> or uh, the the Manning brothers. I don't. Is that know. like one? that one? There's uh, that one Manning brother that like never really made it in the NFL. Uh-huh. Or oh damn, sheesh. <laughs> yeah, time. Um, yeah, Woman Music
0: Three. I think it came out sometime in the summer of this year. But such a dope album. Heim is on a roll.
1: Yeah, like you said, right, they're on yeah. Taylor
0: Swift's project. So, like, yeah. I feel like that's as one of the peaks you can get. Um, that's, like, with, uh, with collabing with an artist, like a big name oh, artist. Yeah. And Swift
2: there's, I mean, there's only, like, two listed collaborations mm. on that album. It's Taylor and Heim and then Taylor and the National. Or, no, there's one more with Bonnie Bear. Yeah. But, I mean, like.
1: Those are heavy hitters. Like, yeah, they're
2: up there right yeah. like insane um what you got next i'm a, uh i've called it out before <gasps> on the podcast uh but i'm gonna shout out peter cottontail Ooh. with uh with catch
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh catch is or peter cottontail uh is chance the rapper's musical director um was part of uh was part of like Chance's uh, social experiment band that he was touring with for a while, doing live performances, just overall like making music with. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Peter Cottontail has been working on this project for uh, probably the the past few years. I'd been like hearing uh, whispers about it. I think it was like supposed to come out at one point and ended up not coming out, uh, got pushed or whatever. And so when it finally uh, came out this year, it was like, oh shoot! Like this is uh, like this is it. <laughs> this is what this is what you've been working on, um, and so it was. It's like the the album's really cool because it is essentially like, it's essentially gospel music, um, but he ends up. Uh, Peter Cottontail ends up having like a number of just kind of like non-traditional like collaborators on. Mm-hmm project so you get some of your like traditional uh gospel collaborations with like kirk franklin on there and like fred hammond but then uh he also brings on like aunt clemens and jamila woods and uh there's a song that has uh chance and daniel caesar on that joint there's uh um yeah there's i mean just a lot of like really cool songs on there and Mm -hmm. i think for me as i was just thinking about this album and I think why it hit so much with me is like over the years, uh, you know, as I've sort of like grown and kind of unlearned different things, especially as it pertains to faith and Christianity, like, uh, I really, I have been like less able to like, listen to some of that music because I look at like, what some of those churches believe or like what some of uh you know what I know of some of those people's beliefs or theologies or whatever and just how like kind of closed-minded folks end up being and mm-hmm. uh you know especially in the direction of like the LGBTQ community. And so it was dope to be able to like uh just to hear this project and you get so many different folks who are from just all over the spectrum. Uh And really, it's an opportunity for them to all connect spiritually through music. And so it's just a like it's such a it's such a strong project. Like I think Peter Cottontail did a really great job with it. It was well worth the time that it took to get that out and out. So definitely check out Catch if you haven't listened. Mm -hmm. Yes,
0: I know you've brought that up a lot. I think like even last episode you brought it up. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely an album. Definitely got to check out.
2: For sure. I'm, all
0: right. Um, so, do you want to just kind of rapid fire some of these next choices? Yeah. So, so, all right. So, I think I was going to throw out um, some of the stuff you already mentioned. Uh, Ungali Hour, on my top list too, my favorite list. Super dope project. Um, ha- Hallie, Chloe, and Hallie. Dope, amazing singers, production crazy. Uh, you got yeah. Jake One, Scott Storch, who's like a legend in the game at this legend. point, um, yeah. have production credits on it. And just super, super beautiful voices. Just some of the harmonies on there can change your life, turn you into a, a godly Christian, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that un- those those ungodly hours, those
2: ungodly girls,
0: those ungodly girls,
2: ungodly man
0: turning and... look. <laughs> it's like I'm not about to act up, but
2: yo, it's the final, it's the last episode
1: <laughs> of the year.
0: I'm gonna, I'm trying to change my ways. I'm not acting up, but yeah, and yeah, uh, what else do we talk about? I kind of want to save some of the other things you talked about like alfredo yeah i want to save that um unlocked uh denzel curry kenny beats that dropped the top of the year it was kind of these these were these tracks were like um i think they made that probably in a couple of months like they just kenny was at the studio denzel came in they made these select few tracks and bangers super dope you can tell the camera yeah. you can tell that chemistry is intact because all of these songs sound like they're made of so much fun like That's two new to yeah. the studio just going at it kenny's not rapping but um denso's just going at it kenny's like having fun with the beats like so That's many cool. fun sounds so many dope lyrics Um, you got like homages to the DMX, um, all these different artists like you can see he wears his influences on his sleeve um yeah both that's what sale and kenny super dope project if you haven't checked it out and they, oh, yeah. they have like a like a music video out like a little short kind of episode of a, an adult sim, adult swim show you would watch on their youtube channel that's accompanied by the album okay yeah
2: there we go um i have a few that i've one in particular. That I'm gonna hold till the end mm-hmm. because it's probably the most controversial <laughs> on my list. Is it the R. Kelly? Um, <laughs> yo, stop, bro. <laughs> stop this. <laughs> oh my God. He's
0: even talking about he, it. Yo, every episode of the podcast, he brings up R. Kelly, R. Kelly this, R. Kelly that.
2: Oh, yo. Yo, I. <laughs> I'm not going to get canceled today. <laughs> of all days. You're about to get canceled on Clubhouse. Can't get, yo. Yo, too many people getting canceled on Clubhouse. <laughs> I I have no intentions of being one of them. Um but I'm going to call out uh brother, the the black women have been in their bags this year, no of doubt. Of course. Uh, I call out Flo Millie. Call out Flo Millie. Uh definitely uh Yes, every year for sure mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Flo Millie killed it this year uh Megan uh dropped a super Dope project uh mm-hmm. really fun to see her just just thriving mm-hmm. uh especially after the year she's had um but also man these these sad white girls <laughs> they've been making some music man <laughs> um, so I'm gonna call out uh. BB Bridgers uh, with their album Punisher. That is uh, definitely one of my favorite projects of the year. Uh, Kyoto is a great song on that project. Uh, I think Moon Song is on there. Um, she has this ha- Halloween song. Like she Ooh, spooky. Uh, she's super dope. And she's also, she has a feature on Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon mm. Ring that just came out. Uh, so So Phoebe, she's on, you know, she's, she's doing a lot of really dope stuff right now. Fun to see her, uh, fun to see her making music and just, she's also like one of my favorite people to follow online. Just a, just a great, great follow. Um, (laughs) and then let's see, uh, Fiona Apple. I talked about Fiona's Mm -hmm. album, uh, last week on our episode with JT uh, and specifically, the song Shamika on there is really great. Under the mm-hmm. Table, uh, yeah, Festival Cutters is a great album. And then, uh, let's see. I think Zaynab brought up the Bad Bunny joint. That one's crazy. Um, but I got uh, two that I'm gonna that I'm gonna hold. So, Koku, if you wanna get into your uh, your last little bit.
0: Okay. I think I want to mention You, Me, Same Us, Little Dragon. Um, Shalani talked about them earlier. But this project is so... I think this is a, such an uplifting project to have during quarantine. Because they have this song called Are You Feeling Sad? And you think it's going to be like a a slow, sad song. And it kind of starts out that way. But as soon as it hits like the five-second mark, it just like changes to this upbeat, up-tempo, like kind of um, background vocals singing, like, da-da-da-da-da-da. It's such a good song. Like, yeah. I, I'll be in my kitchen cooking breakfast and just, like, this swaying, this moving in rhythm that's in sync with every beat that song has, which is so fun. It's definitely a good listen. Little yeah. Dragon is such a great um band. Um, And if I could mention one more before we get into, like, Course, the topic or the album that's been really with us, I'm probably gonna say Dark Lane demo tapes. Um, oh, oh.
2: wow, no, of course not, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was a dog, I almost came on my
0: skin. Bro. No, I um, was like, after the way this man slandered our second episode, was called Dark Lane um, demo tapes. <laughs> oh
2: my god, yo.
0: nah, um, but, um. Blue, one of my favorite underground. I'm not going to say underground because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, he's I
2: overground I, now. He's
0: overground. <laughs> the underground doesn't exist. Actually, Blue and Exile came back to drop an album called Miles, uh, a duo that blew up the underground scene back then. I think in maybe was it? I know I listened to it in 2012, but that project probably came out in 2007. And I love that project so much. Then they drop this. They kind of return to their original form factor. And it's so good. Just that good old head bob hip hop. Um oh, yeah. I'm also mentioning Amine's Limbo, which is a dope project. Oh, yeah. Super cool. I love Amine. He has a lot of fun beats and he can really rap. Dope artists. Yeah, he can. Dope beats. I think he produces a lot himself. So I always love to see that. Um
2: Yeah, yeah. I love that uh, that shimmy. Shimmy. shimmy track on the, there. the odb
0: Great. references so good
2: yeah. yeah
0: um so yeah i think we're gonna get into like the projects that stuck with us
2: the most
1: yes yeah. you said I you mean, had two correct
2: yeah i i had two uh not in any particular order but yes. um i think the one of the ones uh that i held on to was a. Uh, west side gun pray for Paris. Mm -hmm. um that album is this was like this year was kind of me getting introduced to a lot of the different griselda artists and west side gun being one of them the benny the butcher album is really dope too Mm -hmm. uh definitely worth a mention but uh pray for paris is super cool uh i think 327 is just a fantastic rap song Uh, tyler joey badass like it's it's so good and then there's a lot of just i feel like the the features on the album are great the production's great the the storytelling how the how the project is put together it's just done really well um and especially if you think about it in the context of like west side gun is dropping like multiple projects Mm -hmm. a year a a, a week (laughs) yeah a week so it's like putting out like high quality shit like every few months is uh yeah that is it is not easy to do so uh definitely gotta applaud the homie but uh last one last one i'm gonna bring up is uh changes justin bieber really yeah i'm surprised i am too (laughs) so i was uh I was doing my Said I uh, expected either. expect <laughs> I was so I recently just switched over to Spotify, but I was on Apple Music uh, like I was on Apple Music like all year. Um, and Apple Music gave me like my like these are the top songs that you listen to during the year. And I swear to you like 90% of the top like 10 Or whatever were songs from changes really yeah and it was an album that it dropped right before uh it dropped right before the pandemic um i think it dropped like valentine's day and so you know it was a month before like everything shut down and i remember specifically on valentine's day elizabeth and i went to cleveland that weekend And I had spent like the whole day listening to changes that whole weekend. Like that's all we listened to in the car Mm -hmm. on the way back. And, uh, for me, like say what you want about Justin, but I feel like he makes like just good music to like, listen to sing along with, Mm -hmm. like, just have, have fun with, and especially uh, since he went kind of, I wouldn't say he went like full RB here. He might say that, but mm-hmm. like he didn't go like full journals, like light skinned beaver on him. This <laughs> was, you know, definitely had like a more uh you know, a, more of a pop feel to it, but still like just good melodies, uh Pooh Bear helping him again on the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get like a lot of that kind of strong RB influence in there, but yeah to me that album it's like you know it's it's not going to be on a whole lot of like top 10 top five lists or whatever Mm -hmm. but for me it was like a it was an album that really uh you know that that really provided some some good moments during the year and uh in a way like just reminds me of like a pre-pandemic time (laughs) yeah like oh man we can be out here like (laughs) <laughs> rocking like this again we could be out here getting down to yummy so uh shout out shout out justin Bieber, shout, shout out, out changers fun album
0: yeah changes was cool i definitely i listened to it at work before we opened once and i was like oh this is pleasant um i want to say it's my favorite Bieber project but i enjoyed right. it right
2: i definitely yeah. enjoyed it I wouldn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't groundbreaking. Yeah, but it's like, all right, this is cool. Yeah,
0: and I, I as I get older, I kind of regret the stigma Justin Bieber had. Like ever since he got into the game, or ever since he started singing, like people hated him. But
2: he was yeah. a kid. Of course, he's gonna make like poppy music. Yeah, he was a kid, but also like. He was a talented kid. For sure. And I feel like the way that, you know, because he was the white dude with the floppy hair and like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, yes, like we all want to hate on the white dude with the floppy hair. Yeah. Uh, I still will at any yeah, moment. I do but, it every day. <laughs> every day. But I'm like, yo, this man is, uh, we can't sit here and act like dude isn't talented. Mm. And that like he is in a very uh, unique situation not that that's an excuse for anything Mm -hmm. but it is a unique situation and something to take into consideration Mm uh but i think too like the uh you know like journals strong project like tends to be the one that especially black people like bring up a lot Mm -hmm. um but i thought like i i really enjoyed purpose like i used to listen to that album uh like just like without I have no skips like that is one that like I always had in rotation. Um and you know like over the years like I have not met many Justin Bieber projects that I have not been like you know just I've, that I have like I found most of them to be pretty enjoyable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um even if they're not necessarily going to be like the most like critically yeah. acclaimed it's never projects o- out there.
0: Overtly bad. It's never right yeah right you always find some element of it you can enjoy totally um so i guess my top 2 not top 2 yeah. but the final two i want to mention um this one the first one's kind of a cheat cuz it came out last year but okay. the deluxe version came out this year so you know hey. um earl Sweatshirt's feet of clay um
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah i like earl sweatshirt a lot uh one of my favorite artists and Feet of Clay comes off um, the leg, no pun intended, of his previous project, Some Rap Songs, which was one of my favorite projects of 2018. Um, that project saw Earl deal with a lot of deep-seated issues with his father passing, his mother, and his own um, problems with uh, addiction. And Feet of Clay coming off of that is a far departure because it's way more lo-fi, way more gritty, way more just like (laughs) unappealing to listen to. It's like, um, fetch the boat cutters. If, if if, it's it's definitely like fetch the boat cutters. So like very disruptive in a way. Exactly. Like you you don't find a single beat within that album. Like you don't, (laughs) you can't, you can't nod your head to that album. Right. But, um, I remember first listening to it. I was like, "This is kind of bad." Like when I heard "East" for the first time, I thought it was like the one of the worst songs I've ever heard. <laughs> but just like some rap songs, it's kind of like a, a dive into Earl's psyche because I feel like yeah. most of these tracks are freestyle and he's just letting go of his thoughts. Um, I like this one, like refrain he has. It just says, um, anytime a nigga didn't spot me, I had to figure out my own thing. Now we at the precipice. Wa- precipice watching. Is this kind of like a an interesting thing? Because Earl came yeah. off of um, Odd Future, um, and he's made his own lane with this experimental hip hop scene. Oh. And him saying like every time a nigga didn't spot me, I had to figure out my own thing. It makes you see like how far he's came from. From bucks um foul mouthed kid to this right. thought-provoking speaker, um, same with like no name, how he like yeah, he tweets yeah, out a lot yeah. of talks about a lot of great books to read, tweets out a lot of great organizations to to um help and things like that. And Feet of clay just resembles that. It's just a, a man talking about his the current climate and how he wants to change things how he wants to change himself and how he feels um it's definitely a project worth checking out you might have to listen to it a couple of times to enjoy it <laughs> but Fito clay such a dope project
2: yes sir uh
0: then my last one i want to talk about alfredo because oh
2: let's get into it
0: alfredo is a great project
2: great project great
0: all-around project we got gangster gives coming out delivering one of one of the the coldest hip-hop albums in the past couple of years (laughs) um we got the alchemist on production um alchemist credits date back to jay he's worked with um those griselda boys a lot worked with um Bodie james like i mentioned earlier but his work on this project
2: yo he's the uh he's a nigger from action bronson's show right i don't Oh yes, he's on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. He comes <laughs> on there. Amazing. He's on there often. He's just um just this nice Jewish man that makes some of the sickest yes, sickest hop beats. Yeah. Um. But um. The Alchemist, super cool dude, made some of the most smoothest tracks on um for this year. Alchemist definitely producer of the year, if not knowledge. But Freddie Gibbs himself delivers some of the most chilling lines. Um. On this album, um, with the the Scotty Beam when he's talking about getting stopped by an officer. Yeah, yeah, Su- yeah. Super, super chilling, super real uh, reality that yeah he possibly has to face a reality that many black people in America have to face. Um, but you also get songs like um, "Babies and Fools" where I feel like Conway kind of overshot, overshined um Freddie, but they both had dope verses. But how? Yeah. Freddie talks about his first love was um mad in and playing football. His second love was selling selling crack on the street. Like, it's just those, <laughs> just those funny lies that you
2: enjoyed from Freddie. Dude, he had on the uh on the intro, what was that, 1985? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Uh he had a line on there about the last dance and the uh, the rolling like cocaine circus or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that album literally came out like a week after the last dance. yeah, like right after the last dance ended. And I was like, so quick, so
0: quick, so quick the lines. Um, but of course, we got features from Conway, Tyler, Benny, and Rick Ross.
2: Um, yeah, the song with Tyler is fun. The song so, with Rick Ross is great.
0: So good. The song with Tyler. Beats so smooth. Tyler hops on it perfectly, delivers some dope bars, kind Dude, of sets the scene. Miss. I'm sorry.
2: He doesn't miss. Doesn't miss. Like I like those features. Oh my god.
0: Super dope. Like um, like he starts a, the um the verse I'll talk about the boat he hasn't bought yet. Then he ends the verse talk about jumping off the boat he still hasn't bought yet. It's just kind of like super full circle, super intentional rhyme schemes that lead up to that final act um i really enjoy freddie gibbs rapping a lot and he's a funny personality. i don't follow him on instagram but i i i would the reason i don't is because if you go to his stories he would post anything like from the dungeons of the internet he would pick up and put it on there and i'm afraid (laughs) i'm afraid someone's gonna see it if i'm scrolling past that's the only reason i don't follow him
2: dog he shared a meme on uh, one of his posts the other day, and it was a picture of Lil Bill, and it said, "This is Freddie Gibbs," and I <laughs> lost it. Like <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've seen. In oh game. yeah,
0: he's he's hilarious. Like, first, I'm a quick tangent. He was beefing of academics earlier this yes, year, yo, which was hilarious. A key 2020 moment. A key 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 moment where he beefed of <laughs> academics.
2: Dude, if this year just expands into 2020 <laughs> like I'm gonna be sad, bro. <laughs> it's 2020 20. Sheesh
0: twos up. Um oh my
1: god. But
0: yeah, uh definitely put put Alfredo on any time of the day.
2: That's dope. Well we did it, yo. We did it. Oh hope- yes. whoa. This is wild. We did our last episode of the year, Alice and Koku podcast, which was created during the pandemic. During a, a time of uncertainty. Uncertainty started from a, a Kanye West's favorite songs Instagram live series. And
0: now it's ending. Well, not ending. Now it's, I guess, I mean, not. Damn, never mind. <laughs> it made it sound sad. Now, the final, <laughs> Bye, <y'all>. <laughs> <laughs> the final episode of the year is at. Talk about our favorite songs of this
2: year. Yeah, it's dope. Wow. Full circle. It's dope. So, it's been a uh, been a great ride. Obviously, we'll be back with more uh, in twenty twenty one. Um, but uh, yeah, yo, any any closing any closing thoughts. Um, I guess
0: I'm just happy people listen People want to be a part of the conversation People enjoy music as much as we do Because it's a communal thing um, People like to talk about best artists And, oh, well, he's better than that He's better than that She's better than her She's better than her They're better than them So on and so on But in the grand scheme of things we're just enjoying the music we're just having fun we're just talking like we come together to share these experiences and find out that people have similar experiences and we gravitate towards these artists because we share those same feelings and yeah I just want to say that's super great
2: yeah no doubt i i, I would yeah echo all that and just to say like yeah I mean when we when we started this, when we set out to do this podcast, like it was solely out of the fact that Koku and I just had a lot of fun talking about music together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh and so now to be at a point like 20 plus episodes in where people hit us up and then are like, "Yo, I was listening to the episode today, like this part was hilarious," mm-hmm. or "I love when y'all talk about this," or like "this shit it sucks." Like that is uh it's all great. Um <laughs> because like somebody outside of us is like willing to listen and give us their you know the time of day to be able to uh share these thoughts with them so uh for anybody listening appreciate you uh thanks for rocking with us can't wait for more in 2021 mm-hmm. and uh yeah we'll see we'll see what other you know antics we get up to oh, like yeah. the year. We're gonna be
0: wildin'. Look, as long as music wilding. keeps dropping, we gonna keep dropping. Yeah. What, 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 did, what did um most say? Um people want to know where hip hop is going, it's going it's going wherever we're going. And that's that's facts. On it. We we speak going wherever hip hop's going, wherever music's going, you can find us. You
2: can find us, open your third eye. Open your, your third alley. eye, your
0: chakra. Jeez. <laughs> well
2: uh i'm alex you know you know where to find me yes. but uh if you don't if you don't if you're on clubhouse and you're like
1: who is this man
2: um you can holler at me at lewis alex 10 on instagram and twitter that is lewis alex the number 10 and then i'm just alex lewis on clubhouse so holler at me if you're on there oh
0: you got alex lewis yeah, bro. Oh, you better stop it. Yo,
2: Dude. come correct. Well, I was I was stupid because when I first got on there, I was like, oh, I'm going to keep it consistent and just be like Lewis Alex 10 on here. Mm. And so I set it to that. And then I was pissed because I couldn't change it. And it didn't look like anybody had grabbed Alex Lewis. Uh-huh. And then they did like an update like two days later or whatever. And they said like, all right, you can change your username like at this like one time. And so. I went and snagged it. Oh, I
0: was yeah. like, That's definitely I cleaner. That's definitely cleaner. But, you know, you guys got to put your 10s up regardless. Alex Lewis 10, always. Lewis Alex, always put your 10s up. Because if you don't, we're going to slap you with that five. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? No, come correct. Come correct. But uh, You can find me at Kenny Samoa on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Bandcamp. But if you're on Clubhouse, you can find me at Koku Samoa. Amazing, very professional. I don't, I don't know yeah. why I chose that, but I, I, I like it. I feel like nah, it I separates
2: mean, me. Yeah, it's your name.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <It's> my <laughs> birthday. Um, but yeah, oh, definitely check us both out. Like we said, we're gonna provide content regardless. Uh, we like we just like okay. to talk, we like a community, we like making new friends. This is just. This is not even our podcast. This is not the Alex Koku podcast. No, it's not. This is your podcast. <laughs> this is the it belongs to the people. It belongs to the people. This is the us <laughs> podcast because it's just the us.
2: us podcast. It's just us.
0: Amen. <laughs> By episode Liar. twenty-four. What episode is this? Twenty-four coming Damn. to an end for the year. Thank you so much for listening. It's 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 a it's been a chunky episode, but chunky. We we had a lot to talk about, so
2: yes, very thick.
0: <laughs> thick like, you know, I said I wasn't going to act up, but <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> this episode is thick like a stallion that I'm very familiar with. <laughs> the thing. Listen,
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: episode twenty four. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out, y'all. See you
1: next year. <laughs>